Yeah, what's it like with your ki- your guys' kids at school? Oh my gosh, it's so much quieter. <laughs> I'm not going to say better. But sad, but sad right? Because a good parent would say sad. I mean, but you know, it's one day it is going to be quiet. Oh. And we're be like, I wish it were loud again. I wish Leave. my children were arguing over who gets to use the towel. Leave it to Chris like to uh, bring our the podcast towel? down. Last like night, there was a whole big fight erupted because Hazel and Lewis were mad because Lewis tugged on the towel that was on Hazel's shoulder. It's just like, yeah. Tug? Why did he tug on it? I don't even, I wasn't in there. I didn't see it, but then it just, just trying to dry his hands this whole off big and... thing. I'm like, really, guys? We have, we have to, this, we need to take this to the parents. Lewis! We you tugged to on my towel! Out. Tugged on the towel. Towel tug. He tugged the towel! Wow, get it what, yes. what do they want you? What do you think? What do you think is her hope that you will do? I don't know. Yeah, Lewis. like get the other one in trouble. What like, are hey, you guys, Lewis? <laughs> don't tug the towel. <laughs> when she has I think the she's towel, don't for, tug it. I think she's looking for something bigger. You know what? Grounded. <laughs> you should just start responding. It's <laughs> really over responding. Yeah. No, what she probably wants me to do is to go, Lewis, or you do Hazel's chores in the kitchen. Oh my goodness! I think that next next time, next time that one of them do something very small, uh, you should do that, and then and just be very serious about it. That's a great idea. Yeah, this is an idea coming from someone who has two very small children and yeah. much less experience parenting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, you should try that, Adam. It's just the like. <clears throat> I think this season, though, too, is like school starting. Everyone's kind of on edge. Yeah. Everyone's a little nervous. Everyone's a little une- we're You know, we're in the middle of remodeling a house, so we've been over there mm, a lot. My life is we hard. Just, we have a house to remodel and a really oh, nice school to go to. We have to go to the new house again. No, I have to go work at Chick-fil-A again. <laughs> They're so nice there. <laughs> uh, so... Um, yeah, it's just like the little when it's like the little petty stuff that turns into arguments. It's just really frustrating. But this is how like that jokey like this is hard life is how I felt whenever we had the storm on Father's Day, and yeah. we had to leave our house for eight days. And like this hotel room is small. <laughs> we're we're in this air conditioned hotel room with free breakfast in a pool, and it's tough. I mean, it was kind of tough. Wa- but. Did they wash our sheets again? <laughs> Uh. (laughs) the target is really close a little too close i can hear the target i can literally hear it (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah first world problems it's fun to laugh at ourselves, guys yeah, it is. It is. We get, you know, it's so easy to get caught up. Like like this real world situation. A couple nights ago, I'm, you know, I get excited about we're remodeling this house and I get these visions in my head of what it's going to look like and I'm, you know, all these things I want to do. And then like you meet with the contractor uh, you know, they're telling you, okay, this is what it would cost to do this. And you're getting prices for all this stuff. And you're just quickly realizing like, okay, this is not going to probably be what I can afford. And then you just, and then I fall into this, like, or I have 
fall into this pity party of just frustrated that it's not going to be what I thought it was or whatever. And it's just like, you, like, get over yourself. Like, you have an amazing family. Like, this is just so easy to lose sight of what you actually have when you're striving for some new thing. And so I just, that's what some of this week was about, was kind of reminding myself of how amazing my life is and how thankful I am. <laughs> things and not getting all disappointed just because I my bathroom can't look how I want it to. That's really good. I'm glad that you're having this revelation because I did have a correction for you that oh, I wanted please. to do publicly. Yeah, uh, <laughs> public yeah. rebuke. One of the last... Well, you've already pod- brought this to him in private. But one, now, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's one of the still- last podcasts, we, episodes we did was, I think it was called Chris, Chris Buys a House. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just asked right. several people, like, hey, what you think of that podcast? And they're like, kind of sad. <laughs> that sounds about right. And I was just like, oh, man, good thing I cut out a, a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you tell him you cut out the sad stuff? Uh-huh. I was just like, I thought I cut out the sad stuff, but I guess uh, I guess there was more to cut out. Yeah, we should film that one in Lebanon. <laughs> hey, guys, can you gather around? Chris wants to talk about his house and just how hard it is. It's really hard to make decisions about stuff. <laughs> it's scary when you're on your own, when you're working for yourself. Where's the Whenever money coming from? I don't know. Whenever you're following your dreams... <laughs> It's, it's really hard to follow your dreams, is I guess what I'm trying to say. <laughs> to do the thing you love to do and get paid for it can be very hard. People don't realize how hard it is. And then, like, sometimes <laughs> I think about the fact that I have a loving family, and it gets harder. <laughs> I have four loving children and an amazing wife, and it's hard and to take care of them. Sometimes I have really good friends too, like best friends, and that's tough. I have too many people that talk to about it, you know? Who do I share my problems with? <laughs> that, that was a little north you had a little northern accent on that. Oh jeez, oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> God. Anyway, we got to wrap this up quick. Chris has to get to one of his three houses. Uh, I do. Just I a have bit. some remodeling to do. <laughs> <laughs> remodeling this third house is hard. <laughs> what are we? What are we talking about today? I don't know. Uh, hold on, I gotta, Besides hold Chris, <laughs> Chris's problems. I'm sorry. I wish I could just be just more happy, go lucky, and just. It's so crazy because, like, eat and just I just tend to gravitate towards negativity for some reason. Oh, we know, we know. Uh, it's it's crazy because <laughs> I'm sadness. I'm I'm writing the these uh, scripts for this YouTube page um, for this family that has a pretty successful YouTube show hmm. out in San Diego, and we were we were zooming yesterday, and I was like, man, you guys are you guys are killing it, San Diego. What, what are they? They're in. Tustin, which is around LA, they're like the weather's amazing. It's just super awesome. And they're like, yes. 
also very expensive. And mm-hmm. this house we rented. And I was just like, ah, yes. Because mm-hmm. Oklahoma, while it's 100 degrees every day, I do own my house. So Yeah. Yeah, and the, the the price of living, the cost of living is is very reasonable compared to most places in the United States. So, yeah, lots to be so, thankful for. Thank there is a lot to be thankful yes, for. Yes, there's a lot yeah. to be thankful for. So that's my correction to you. Thank so you. Receive I receive it. that. I receive I, it. I let it wash over me, <laughs> and let it change me. Oh, it's turned into old Southern pastor. You know, I, I claim it. I claim I it. Do you guys hear the mower outside? Nope. You don't hear it? So mowing. I I can hear it. Maybe just a tiny bit. Guys, stop mowing my lawn. (laughs) Sorry, Jess. I'm trying to do a podcast. It only takes like three seconds to mow your yard. All right. I got some options for you on what we could talk about this show. We could talk about, um, we could do an episode called, um, uh, uh, 18 shows in 14 days, which was about my Looney Bin run all through July, or did 18 shows in 14 days. Okay. We can talk about what that's like. Is there anything interesting that happened with uh, the how many shows in 14 days or whatever? 18 shows in 14 days? The most interesting thing that happened was I was exhausted. That's yeah. not interesting. Okay. The most interesting thing that happened was I did a ton of crowd work, which was new. Mm. And I've started posting those clips online. I started yesterday, and they're doing really well. Oh, that's a great idea. I got yeah. like 50 new followers yesterday, so that was... That's awesome. Yeah, so... Well, why don't we do uh, that? Why don't we talk about that? And then we can push your social media challenge, uh, whatever. If you have a good one, let me know, and I'll, I'll post it on my stories. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear a little story about that? I'll tell you a little story. <gasps> I mentioned to Diana. Oh, now the mowers outside are getting loud. Uh oh. I mentioned to Diana yesterday, the other day. I said, Chris says he's going to repost one of my videos. Yeah. And he hasn't done it. He has said this for well over a year. No, it's not been a year. It's got to be a year. Maybe. Well, he did say he, if you have a good one. Well, that's I'll what I was saying. It. Like one that you really so like, that you think has good potential on the good one. Okay, Fair. I'm waiting for you to send me a video that you want me to share. That's what I've I'm done. Waiting. That it's been quite a while. I did it a long time ago. Okay, it was real easy to do. I just hit share, <laughs> and you know what Diana's response was? I think you should get to the bottom of why he hasn't shared it yet. Oh, God. We've had this conversation. I think we talked about it. Because didn't you tell me something similar about... There was something else that I didn't do that started to sound like I like didn't really believe in it, but I was just... Yeah, you, wouldn't, you, would, not, you would not advertise shows that you were on. Oh, I'd be like, that's hey, let's do the show. And we'd do it. Yeah. And I'd be like, you're not advertising it. And then we stopped doing shows yeah. <laughs> together like that. <laughs> No, I 100% will. If you've got a funny one, a good one that you want, I'll, I'll absolutely just All right. do it. send it to him right now. Totally. Yeah, send it to and me right now. Wait for the off peak time. I'm not post posting it. till tomorrow, so I can, I can post it today in my stories. It'd be a perfect time. All right. In uh, Instagram? Mm-hmm. I'm going to send one. Uh, I could send. 
man. Well, now I'm on the spot. I know. Now, which, which one? Which, which one do one? I want to say? We don't have. I mean, it doesn't have to be the only one. Like I'm just saying, but for now, I was just wondering. I've got one that's got a hundred thousand views on oh. Instagram. But are you ever like? I don't. That's not my favorite one. Why did Why did it do so well? Yeah, that has what happened did, to did, me before. But if you're getting good like followers from it, then yeah. I would say just go ahead and share it. Like if, if if people are resonating with it, then I would. Then it might be the other thing too. Well, I guess you probably can't see this on Instagram. But I was going to say, you can. No, you tell can, me. Well, I was just going to say, like, when you see that many people, it has that many views, it makes you want to watch it in the sense that, you're mm. like, oh, this must be a good one. Um, I'm going to send you this one because the one that got 100,000 views, honestly, I think is a. I'll send you both of them. You can decide. Okay. So I'm going to send you one that's just that's done really well lately. And it's just a little can I, I think. And, and yeah, it's just done well lately. And then I'll send you another one that's done really well, and I, it just feels a little confusing. So, okay, uh, okay, let's see. Yay. Here. I uh, I have a goal. I don't know if I include this in the podcast. I have a goal, and really, some of it comes from Mason, our buddy at the club. Mm-hmm. He said. I've got about 1,300 followers. Not about, I've got 1,300 followers on Instagram. Uh, he was just like, I need you to have like 10,000. Mm-hmm. And so that, and so one of the reasons I've been working so hard on posting um, more intentional clips is with the goal of growing yeah. to 10,000 followers. This I year. just think crowd work is a fantastic thing to post though, because it's always so. funny. And then it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's not burning up your content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got a lot of clips that are coming out over the next month of that. So uh, we'll see how that goes. All right. So you want to talk about our show first, or you want to talk about the crowd work and learning? Let's talk about you first. Let's talk about your. Look at that. Servant's heart. (laughs) The other day, uh, we were having a kind of a newish small group at my house. A newish. Yeah, like it's just like some like our friends who've been getting together on a regular basis, and we're like just your real friends. Yeah, my real friends. Yeah, and uh, like uh, they're like, hey, let's just make it. We've been hanging out so much. Let's just make a small group and go through a a, a book or something together. So we were doing that, and I and I uh, I ordered some snacks for the group, mm-hmm. and so I get to Target. And I goes, what are we doing here? And I was like, oh, I got snacks for the group. And she's like, oh, I didn't know we were doing that. And I made a joke. Uh, I'm very hospitable. Mm. And right when I said that, the person who from Target who was bringing the snacks uh, was like knocking on the trunk because it was still locked. Mm. <laughs> the timing couldn't have been better. Yeah, right. Just- Diana was like, hospitable, huh? Okay, well, be hospitable to this person right here. Mind is always on other people. Yeah, always on other people. I'm always anticipating everyone's needs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we're talking about, I think we're going to title this episode. Let's see if this is right. See, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, four. Oh, 18 shows, 19. We're titling it 19 shows in 13 days. Because 
while I have not been traveling very much this summer uh, to, uh, you know, in lieu of Ira being born mm-hmm. into our family, mm-hmm. uh, I have been performing at my home club, the Looney Bin, Looney Bin. so much. And I think I've talked about this probably too much, but you get a lot more opportunities. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you, get, you get a lot more opportunities if you're a clean comic because a lot of people ask for clean comics to open for them as well as the fact that there are clean comics who need clean comics and there's not that many. And so yeah. o- over the course of uh, July, I, uh, I got 19 different shows. And so we're going to talk about it. It's amazing. It was awesome. Um, we're going to talk about it and what it looked like. And I think that's it. Cause that's what this podcast is about talking about that stuff. All right, let's do it. Let's go. Woo. Guys, I worked eight hours in a single day. Five times this week. Hmm. Why are you bringing that up, Gary? Because you don't normally. No, I just think it's funny to say I worked (laughs) 14 times this month. 18 (laughs) times this month. Well, it's just. I was just kind of comparing it to the average person's uh, schedule. So we should title the episode 40 Hours in a Work Week. (laughs) I fixed 13 drains this week. So. So. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Well, I the think first the first drain uh, <laughs> wasn't real. It was pretty normal, pretty straightforward job. Okay. Showed up, hair, you know, classic. Cleaned that out. The second job. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's how boring, you know. This is what, I don't know who's listening to this right now, is what we're saying. Honestly, I think this? I, I think you're wrong. I mean, the, your your boring plumbing story is no good, but could be good. Like I, gar- I guarantee, there's listen, an let's interesting. Get Carl plumber. Williams. That's yeah, true. That My brother, like Carl, is a plumber or used to be a plumber. That's, he yeah. has some amazing I, stories. I guarantee there is an interesting plumbing podcast out there. There's got to be. There's interesting things about plumbing. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and what what is unique about? I mean, I get your joke, Gare, about like I worked forty hours. It's true. However, it's not that easy to get booked on that many shows. So yeah. that's kind of like that's probably the significant. Yeah, so we just need to change the title to something about. Can you believe I booked fourteen <laughs> shows? You'll never believe what happened at show number 13. <laughs> Stick Click around. It's not about, it's not about show these 12. shows. It's about booking the shows. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Adam got booked on 18, 19 shows. Yeah. How did he do it? Well, how did he do it? <laughs> how Click for more. 19 shows in 14 days. <laughs> All right. Gary, so social media warrior here. He knows. how. No, to I know. Stuff. He's, he does. He does. He's got the clickbait. Um, yeah, so it was all it was all kind of by happenstance. Uh, mower coming through again, if you can hear that. 
Um, yes. I, I got booked for a week with a guy named Steve Rogers at the Looney Bin. Pretty normal, gonna host a week at a club. That's six shows. That's a lot over four days. So uh, that's fine. But last minute, two weeks before then, July, the feature act for a comic got sick day before the club calls and says, hey, do you know anybody who could feature? Do you have any suggestions on someone who could do this week? I gave them some suggestions. Nothing worked out. They're like, you want to do it? I was like, that sounds great. So that's week two. Then another comic a couple weeks after the, the other shows was like, I really want to clean host. We just have a couple that work the club. And so they called me and asked me to do it. And I was like, sure. Uh, I did not understand how tired I was going to be going in every, I mean, it's, 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 it sounds like I'm complaining and I'm not, although I guess I a tiny bit am, but like to go through the whole day, especially when you have a newborn, go through the whole day. And then around six 30, you got to start thinking about going into work. Mm. I've heard comics talk about this and I've always been like, suck it up. It's fun. It is fun, but it, yeah, it's very tiring. Yeah, especially when you're like trying to be on, you know, like not just deliver the jokes, but like after the show, like meet people and take pictures or, you know, sell merch or just hand out your card or whatever. So, um, yeah. So uh, what I didn't expect to happen, though, because I typically only host unless I'm doing a church or like a, a nonprofit kind of thing. I. I don't get that much time on stage, like 15 minutes. 15 mm-hmm. minutes is about how long you need to do your jokes. Once you get past 15 minutes, you start, I started to get a, like a rapport with the audience and I started to get to do crowd work, which is something that I've done a little bit of, but I haven't, I, I don't have just like a ton of experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So for people have, who don't know, crowd work is basically yeah. where you're just, using the people in the audience and joking about them or uh, how are you, when you talk about crowd work, are you talking about, are you like calling for crowd work? Are you asking them to give you prompts or are you just like talking to people and making it funny? I watch a lot of crowd work and so I've never had a class in it or anything like that. Um, uh, But watching other, like we went and saw Sam Morrell, you and I, Chris, Mm -hmm. uh, last Mm -hmm. year. And just watching, he's, he's great at crowd work. He's kind of really known for it. Um, and just watching for it, I've noticed people doing a couple of things. Number one, they'll call out things like anybody celebrating anything. The most common one that people joke about now is like, what do you do for work, sir? Like, mm-hmm. that's pretty common. Um, it's gotten to the point where it's so common. It's almost, it's that's almost hacky. Joke. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but can you guys hear that mower? I you know that I there? can. I can hear that. Yeah. Are they inside <laughs> just, the house? I, just, I think he's going. Oh, is I he, think he's mowing our plants is indoors. He mowing a rug? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, if you hear that. Uh, so, so there's you know asking people about their relationships. You guys together. You guys. Uh, mar- oh my word! That is so loud. Yeah, I. I don't even. It's not as loud to us. Yeah, it's not. It's not as loud to you. Okay, it's, it's like right out the window, which doesn't. Can you hear that? I can hear that. (laughs) It's distracting. (laughs) Now it's distracting. I did see this clip of Burbigs. He was 
in Seattle, and he jumped off the stage and went. And there was somebody in the audience that was barefoot. Yeah, and he just oh, I've up seen that. Leg yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's at my girlfriend's boyfriend. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, okay. I remember that. What did they talk about there? You just saw that clip. He just he just pulled the had the clip. I don't know. It was on Instagram or something. Okay. That's a like honestly that kind of. I mean, it doesn't precede crowd work because there are people who have been doing crowd work for decades. But as far as seeing it online, yeah, they're, yeah. they're previous to the last few years. There hasn't been just like a ton. Yeah. It, it hasn't so been as prevalent. Context of what that moment was is Mike Birbiglia, Birbiglia is doing a show, I believe, in Portland or is it Seattle? Seattle. Uh, Seattle? Something like that. Yeah. North Northwest. And he's in the middle of his stuff and he notices that there's a dude, it's kind of like stadium seating where they're kind of sitting up and he notices that there's a dude sitting in the audience without his shoes on or socks, just bare feet. <laughs> so he runs off the stage and is like, so he jumps look off. at this and, and just kind of makes fun of the guy for not having shoes. Like this is, yeah. so, he's like, this is the most Seattle thing I've ever seen or something like that. And so like, that's a really good example of like something that is very interesting crowd work wise. Like if you see something like that and I, please, I am not speaking from a large amount of experience, but what I've seen, if you, if you see something like that, it can, it's a, it can be a real gift. Cause you're like, this is going to be funny. Cause yeah. that's the thing about crowd work. There's a very good chance that it's not going to be funny. The person mm. isn't going to respond very well. Or just whatever you have to say isn't very funny, or you can't yeah. think of something quick enough, or whatever the audience doesn't respond. But that so like to see somebody li- like that that that's that's yeah. kind of a gift. So anyway. I think the magic of it is that if it is when people see you be funny like off the cuff or in yeah. the moment or makes yeah. fun of something that's just right there happening that's specific to that group of people. Yes. I think there's a higher yeah. level of relationship to it and makes it more funny because it feels so personalized. So are you yeah. looking for crowd like opportunities? Like when you did crowd work at last week or what was the last? question? Yeah. What'd like, you say? Are you just looking for opportunities? How do you, versus you have a set you're going to perform and there's not like crowd work in like six minutes in crowd work for two and a half minutes and then back to the back. To yeah. The set. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that, but I, I am, I, well, I got to the point where I started looking for opportunities, like even before I took the stage, like I would go and talk to people sometimes beforehand and mm-hmm. just be like, is it your first time here? Or like, what are you guys up to tonight? That sort of thing. Just to see if there was any sort of whatever, mm-hmm. um, just anything that was going to be interesting. Uh, I, I'll tell you where where I kind of realized that I might be good at it is last year at Christmas time I got booked on several corporate gigs for 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 company Christmas parties and they weren't they did not like my material mm-hmm. it just was like it wasn't just that like they weren't down for it they weren't prepared for a comedian. They're like there to get bonus checks or like there was one place I did a casino and like they want to go play, you know, games Uh, or or uh, just the environment wasn't very friendly. Like all the lights were on, that sort of thing. So like one of the first ones where I realized it wasn't going very well, I bailed on my set and I made this joke about how previous to me coming up there, 
almost everyone in the room had been given like a, a prize. Like the boss had come out and said, we want to give this to Sandra. She hasn't missed a day of work this year. She's, she's the real MVP that or whatever. I noticed when he was giving those out, he only didn't give one person something. And, and so in the middle of the set, I just go, Hey, can I stop for a second? I just, something has been bothering me. Uh, old who, what's your name over here? Notice you're only the only person that didn't get a bonus check there and just eruption. Like, and I was just like, and I remember that being a moment where I was just like, Oh, okay. And yeah. any comic who's listening to this worth their salt, is going to be like, yeah, duh, Adam. But for me, that was a new. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of, I started to look for those moments this last week at the Looney bin. And one of the, one of the best moments I'll post it online, but one of the best moments was, um, I said, anybody here celebrating anything? And there was this young couple on the front and they said, second date, (laughs) which what's your Chris, what's your first thought? If somebody says they're celebrating their second date. I mean, my first thought is that, um, a, that's nothing to celebrate. Uh, Yes, exactly. The, um, that, that he probably was not going to get a third date if, like he's embarrassing her or, or was it a girl that said it? I don't know if it was the guy or the girl or whatever. It was kind of both of them together. They yeah. Both were celebrating it. Oh, okay. Well, but yeah, yeah I, well, I first thought of that there's nothing to celebrate. Why would you be celebrating? Exactly. That? And that's such an obvious joke, but it, I don't, I, I guess. So I, that's what I said. I was just like, not worth celebrating. Just huge mm-hmm. laughter, mm-hmm. which isn't that great of a joke. Sure. I mean, it's a fine joke. But because it's happening in the moment and it's fast, yeah. it just is super fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but then what I was learning as the week continued was that there might be more material if you ask the uh, the next obvious question. Mm-hmm. So, like, so like the next obvious question. Like, I'm, I'm curious. I I obviously had a question. Well, I'm curious what you guys would think. Oh, what would the be next an obvious, obvious question? question is? Yeah, what would be a good one um, for that scenario? Yeah. I'd ask about um, what are you guys going to do for your third date? Yeah, that's a good one. We're going that direction. Yeah. Chris, what do you say? I was thinking about what did you do on your first date? Yes. Um, but. Yeah, I, I, those are both those. So those are going through my head so fast. So mm-hmm. both of those popped into my head. Mm-hmm. But then right before I got to it, she goes, almost didn't happen. I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. I was, I remember in the moment thinking, oh, thank you, Jesus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that she said that mm-hmm. because I have to know why they didn't yeah. go on their second date. So I said, what, what happened with the other second date? Uh, and she goes, oh, I just wasn't into it, mm-hmm. which I asked her why I said, what was the date that you were going to take her on? And he go, and she goes, he wanted to take me on a fancy swimming date. <laughs> I was just like the whole time I'm just thinking, this is great. I love this so much. And so, you know, I was like, what's a fancy swimming date? And he's like, it's just swimming, but I took a bottle of wine. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah. So I just remember thinking this is amazing because that this is so funny. Um, and this has burned up like two minutes of my set. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which if you don't know, cause I didn't know getting into this, the reason 
one of the reasons people do crowd work is because they don't have enough time to fill up the whole set. Yeah. So when someone like maybe Taylor Tomlinson or Dustin Nickerson, who we've had on the, on the, on the show, when he's good touring, working on his next hour for whatever, uh, he might not have, he might be 15 minutes shy. And so he's going to do crowd work. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, I saw, yeah. I saw, I listened to a podcast. Uh, do you remember Paula Poundstone? I was going to bring her up. Yeah. Totally. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I, she, she had listened to this podcast where she talked about crowd work and they kind of were breaking down how she does it. And I thought it was really fascinating because she, she like talks with a bunch of different people, but then she like keeps coming back to them throughout the night and kind of creates this like storyline between oh, them. Yes. Like it's, it's incredible to witness. Um, but she will, she'll talk about what somebody does for a job and then she'll talk to somebody else and then just, she'll find ways of connecting them together um, and kind of weaving it together in her set. And it's really beautiful to, to watch, but I, I've always thought that's really interesting to me where, where she does it in such a way that it feels like it's, it's not just like standing there probing for funny things. It feels like she's having yeah. like a real conversation and it's, and the, the the humor is just kind of coming out of it, but then she's able to kind of connect the different storylines all together. It's just amazing. Yeah, I think her whole la- one of her last HBO specials is just like there's a ton of crowd work. Yeah, yeah, that, and that's what they talked about. Normally, you wouldn't risk if you're doing no. an HBO special, you're not going to just get up there and just hope that something funny comes out of the like talking with the crowd. But that she's just like that's all I like. That's what I do, and so. She, yeah. For her HBO special, she did a ton of crowd work and it was amazing. It was really funny. So what's interesting about that, for one, our, that listening to that, they had to like prepare for it. So they mm-hmm. because if you watch a clip online, typically you cannot hear yeah. the audience member. And That's so the right. person will have to re- repeat it. Um, but they had like boom operators mm-hmm. like running around mm-hmm. to do that. So what what's interesting, and may, maybe this will get close to the end of our our episode because really this episode should just be called Adam is learning how to do crowd work. It's very fun. And, uh, I hope that it continues. I'm posting, I'm posting clip. I've already posted a couple of clips on my Instagram if you want to watch them. Um, but kind of the big thing happening in the comedy scene right now is that one of the most, the biggest skyrocketing comics is this kid named Matt Reif. Mm. And Matt has been a a comic for a long time. He was on wild and out and he's just been a stand up for a while. He blew up in the last couple of years online because of his crowd work. Mm -hmm. And he also blew up because he's an incredibly attractive young man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's like really muscly and he's got a great smile and he's like real fun to real fun to watch and Mm -hmm. real fun to look at. If you know what I mean for a while, have you? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so he's a, I mean, he's a funny, handsome guy Mm -hmm. and, uh, he's going on a world tour Awesome. Congrats, Matt. Mm-hmm. The The argument that a lot of people are making is that it's it's not going to be sustainable in theaters and arenas because he is predominantly known for his crowd work. Mm-hmm. So haters say it'll never work. But I'm not a hater. I'm, I'm excited for him for his success. I, but I haven't seen a lot of his jokes because he doesn't post a lot of his jokes. Yeah, he's right. not really burning the material. So hopefully he's got the material to back it up because, you know, if, if you rise too quickly, like mm-hmm. you're just going to, you know, kind of, you know, 
flame out or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, um, if you're yeah. opening for somebody, would you avoid crowd work? You would, you would at least ask them if it's okay, because a lot of, yeah, that is a really good question. A lot of comics, uh, headliners are get very angry because they, they would like to have the crowd work and it's, it's their show. So yeah, I, I, you, you really don't have time to do crowd work as an MC because you just don't have enough time and that's not your job. Your job is to get everybody excited for the show. Um, uh, as a feature, you, you could do some, and I just kind of would watch the guys and see if they did a lot of crowd work. And, and sometimes I'd try to set them up, like maybe do, do a little bit so that they could see like, like maybe like they, they could call back to it, something like that. But I think, yeah, in, in a lot of situations you would like, like opening for Dustin Dickerson a couple of weeks and he doesn't do a lot of crowd work, but no chance, no chance I'm going to do any crowd work. That, mm. that would be really rude. If I think that's the right, I think that's the right way to say it. Um, there was something that you said there that made me think about one last point about it. Um, what was it? What was it? Uh, would you? I can't remember. Oh, oh, I know what it was. Uh, in the middle of these shows, I'm so excited to post these. In the middle of these shows, the club owner came and said, "Hey." This next show, we have got um, a interpreter, a sign language interpreter mm. that's going to be standing by you the whole time. Oh my gosh. Because on we stage. have, we have, yeah, on stage because we have a table with, I believe, two or a couple of tables with two deaf customers, mm. and so we have hired an interpreter, and that mixed with my jokes, mixed with a little crowd work. It was the most magical of all nights. And I'll, I'll post some of those clips, but like I have one joke about Luna running around the house yelling booty time. Yeah. <laughs> I was so excited. And I adjusted my set a little bit so that like more like fun things like that. And it was, it was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'll, I'll post, uh, I'll post, uh, some, some of those clips. So are you just trying to embarrass the interpreter? No, I wasn't trying to. No, I wasn't trying to embarrass her. I was more so just. Uh, I, for one, I knew the interpreter because she's a comic in town, and so that that was really fun. Like, uh, like uh, I'm trying to think of some of the like. Oh, at one point, I just started like rapid firing words that I just wanted to watch her interpret. And also, she is really good interpreter because her parents are both both deaf, mm-hmm. but she doesn't do this like for a living. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I was just trying to do it like really fast to see if I could mess her up. So that mm-hmm. that was really fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, that's a little bit about, um, so you know, your show, your show, uh, what was it? 18 shows in 13 days. I think we did 19 in 13 19 days. Cause 13 I added days. one. We, we had one more, um, with our pal. Isaac so you Quinn. got some new crowd work going or not new, yep. but you started doing more crowd work. Any other highlights yep. from the, from the 19 shows? Um, a buddy of mine told me that he, he just said, man, the difference between you, at the beginning of this run and the end, like he said, he just saw significant improvement. That's awesome. And yeah. And I felt it like I felt more confident. I mean, there's a reason that like professional comics say like, you know, get on stage every night. Yeah. I felt this like, um, professional sort of quality that just, 
I don't know. I just, by the time I got to the last show, I was just like, I'm ready. I'm going to do everything I can to kill. And mm. yeah, it just, it felt different. Awesome, like, man. in fact, right now I'm, I'm kind of on a little two week hiatus. I've gone up a little bit, but I'm going to try to get up before I go uh, open for Dustin Nickerson. Cause I was just like, Oh, I wish those were a little tighter together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Cause that would make me feel a little bit more confident, but, but that's okay. It was, it was a great run. It was hard. I mean, it was a lot of nights away. And so I won't do a run like that right now mm-hmm. again, but it was, uh, you know, it was, it was a unique experience. Yeah. It's awesome, man. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, so let's, Let's wrap this up. Um, you know, talked about being at the Looney Bin. Looney Bin Comedy Club Tulsa is one of our sponsors. Mm. And uh, you, I happen to know, I always say this, but, and I never ask if I can ask if for the headliners. Actually, here, here's one. Um, they've got this, they, the club is doing so well. They've updated their bathrooms. They've updated the club, the, the, the auditorium. Is that what they call it? The auditorium or the, the room? The lounge. Painted it, the lounge painted it, uh, refinished the tables, got new tables. They got a little VIP section. It's just they're doing everything they can to make the experience really good. And some of the headliners that are coming are brand new to the club, never been there before, bigger names. Uh, in January, I'm opening for Brian Bates, who's on the Nate Lynn podcast. I'm very excited to open for. So you can check out looneybentcomedy.com and uh, click on the Tulsa tab. And if you call on a Wednesday and say you work in service industry, you get a half price ticket. If you call on Thursday and say you're a lady, you get a half price ticket. So looneybentcomedy.com, check them out. Great club. In fact, Chris and I are performing there Woo! on September 24th. Chris's first comedy club headlining date, and you're bringing out some of your characters. I'm bringing, I'm bringing out some of the characters. And uh, Do you know at least one you're doing? Oh, yeah. I'll do Steven. Steven will be there. All right. Yeah. yeah. There to scout out some yeah. prospects. See what he might be <laughs> able awesome. to uh, you know, secure. Secure any dates, something like that. We'll see. <laughs> See how That's awesome. uh, the crowd receives me. So, anyways, we're we're so excited to have you, Stephen. Yeah, you know, it's uh, he he left. He's gone. He He's gone. He lost. Uh, so, LooneyBenComedy.com, check that out. And of course, also co-sponsored by Gary's company, Northern Creative Woo! Graphics, Video, Animation. Uh, check them out at Northern Work, uh, and maybe invite him to uh, film in another country, like he did in Beirut, which was a podcast episode. A lot of people told me they really liked hey, Gary. Look at that. Oh, that's nice. All about your trip to Lebanon. Yeah. All right. I think that uh, concludes our episode on crowd work. Any final words, anyone? 